0: We make bad beer all the time. You should taste some of these beers. They're really bad.
1: The Sour Hour is meant for the serious brewer. The Sour Hour may contain some seriously funkified content. The Sour Hour is not for the faint of heart. So exercise some damn discretion, would you please? Sheesh. And now... The Sour Hour with Jay Goodwin.
2: Yes. Yeah, you can hear me okay? Uh, no. That's better. Oh, God, all kinds of problems. All kinds of problems. You sound good. you good. You're good. You
0: can tell there are rare barrels in the house because there's all sorts of problems the, happening. The already. meltdown has already begun. Yes. It's that time again. Welcome back to the Sour Hour. It's been a long time since we've been in the downtown Concord Studios. It's been a while. Yeah. But it's good to be back. Oh, yeah. I'm your host, Jay. It's Sour Hour. Uh, you just heard from Scott. Hey, Scott. What's up? And Bevo in the house, too. Hey, Bevo. Just focused hard on something, not wearing a headset. We were using all the headsets out here. Yeah, also, there's, a, yeah, like another problem with the oh, live stream or something. I'm, I audio
3: on
4: I'm
0: really? Yeah. Starting over. Well, we're not starting over, but okay. the, the cameras are. All right, yeah. Paul, oh, yeah, I see. I see. So, this means nothing now because no one's listening on the live stream. But sorry <laughs>
2: if you're trying well, to listen. Well, they're listening. Well, they're trying to, perhaps. But the audio, like, I don't know. It sounds It's good on this end. I don't know what's going on. Say everything yeah. inappropriate right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah now's, now's your
5: chance. <laughs> now's the time. We
0: can edit it out for the podcast. Uh, yeah, so tonight's guest, some of. The Rare Barrel Team. Yeah. Hey, What's everybody! Up, guys? Hello. Welcome back. That was terrible.
2: Yeah. 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 It was like when they were celebrating Lumberg's birthday in Office Space. Yeah. <laughs> Lumberg. Uh, yeah.
0: A couple of missing people: Rachel and John. Uh, hopefully, they're listening. If you're not, you're fired. Um, but no. uh, unfortunate that they can join us. But we're happy to have our present company. If you'd like to join us on the show, you can call in 888 401 beer I'm sure that's not working. Join <laughs> us in the chat. Uh, you can email Scott or I during the week. Okay. Oh, yep, nope, no dial tone.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perfection. Uh yeah, we're dusting off the uh, the old studio here. It's been a little while. Email Scott, Scott at the Brewing Network.com, J J at the Brewing Network.com. And don't watch us at thebrewingnetwork.com slash TV. Listen, listen live. Brewing Network app to search BN Mobile in The Thing. Subscribe and leave feedback on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, podcast app, and so forth. Review,
6: review
2: of
4: the week.
2: This is a five star review from Sean Swan5. John Swan says, "Hey Scott, he spelled it with three T's." And Jay, listening to the Sour Hour, is the best part of my day. I always feel I'm like so I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know it's a like sad life. <laughs> I always feel like I have gained more important knowledge to implement in my brewing. The mix of your off-the-cuff broadcasting style and world-class guests make this podcast stand Trey, out. Let him finish. <laughs> unlike unlike another podcast that sounds worse than a kettle sour with too much oxygen, vomit, and Parmesan cheese. Music West meets West. A well driller's son. The first 45 seconds or so is good for a rejoinder. Gives me goosebumps. Okay. Wes meets West. uh, I want the first person who gets goosebumps to please chime in.
4: As
0: soon as
5: that drum kicked in.
0: (laughs) Is anyone else watching a montage on Friday Night Lights right now? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. That's part of my (laughs) day. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Getting up in the morning and just thinking, man, I only have a hour and 15 minute drive to the rare barrel.
7: Three hours <laughs> It's all right.
2: It's not my favorite. To be but thank you. For the yes, indeed. And thank you for the suggestion, John Swan 5. All righty.
0: Since the last show, yeah, we've had uh, a lot of guests. We had our. GABF Fort Collins show.
2: It was awesome. Uh, th- yeah, I mean uh, the Brewers roundtable. Purpose. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Garston Walker mm-hmm. Works. Black Project. Yep. Speciation Beechwood.
2: Yeah, we had a, just a sort of rotating uh, hot seat. A lot yeah, of good so, beer on that table too. Boy.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, so yeah, go go uh, check that out. Uh, and yeah, so last since last show we have had we've gone to GABF and back. And uh, Tommy, who's in the house, uh, went out to GABF with us, and I believe was that great. was his first time. Tommy, give us like a good, solid two minutes on how GABF was for you.
3: It was overwhelming because there's just so many events going on and so much beer everywhere. And with the beer, there's obviously hard alcohol as well, so it's mm-hmm. just kind of a marathon of drinking.
2: Yeah, at, at elevation. Yeah, that's you really got a weird how to thing hold too. It.
3: The elevation is what really destroyed. Yeah, me. it'll but. get
2: you there real quick. You know, it'll sneak up on you.
3: Living. What was your favorite event? Shoot, there are so many. We went to like four events every day. The ones at the uh, All Sour Beer Cafe. Good, Good sir. Good, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are pretty
0: cool. Yeah. You know, Good, chap.
5: Uh, <laughs> you officially quadrupled your talking time from the last yeah. time we were yeah. on here. First, first <laughs> time is that's always. All, yeah,
0: that's all that was
7: designed to do, really. First time is always hard to talk about.
0: Yeah, they're great times out of JBF. I actually went out a little bit early. I flew out to Michigan. And we did a collaboration beer with, as listeners of the show know, Lauren Limbach from New Belgium and uh, Ron Jeffries from uh, Jolly Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. So that was awesome. We made a coconut, lime, imperial bam beer thing, and that was great. So spent some time out with, uh, with Ron and then back to Fort Collins for the show and then down to Denver for, as Tommy said, a bunch of events and porn on the floor and all that
2: stuff. So... That was great. It was cool. Uh, my favorite part about the Brewers Roundtable show we did just days before JBF was that a bunch um, Firestone medaled. Yep, just mm-hmm. days later, and then Beechwood yep. won gold.
0: Funk yeah. For what the funk? That was actually the beer name. So,
2: oh, Funk, yeah. Wait, was it? it was funky, yeah. Funk you keep yeah? It, Why do fun- I keep saying that? That was an event in oh, Denver. Oh, right. Okay. That Crooked yes. State yes. Put on. Sorry, Funk, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, but mm-hmm. yeah, multiple medal winners sitting at the table. That was great. You know, way to go, Harrison.
0: No, yes. the first person ever to be on back to back shows. If you ignore the fact that we split all of our shows and everyone's on back-to-back shows, he's the first person to be on three back-to-back to to -to -to back-to-back shows. You know what I'm saying. I do. Uh, Also, since then, Rare Barrel, fifth anniversary party. We just finished that this past weekend. That was a good time. I just finished recovering. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
2: happy five years, guys. Five years is a big deal.
0: Yeah, it's a long time for a craft brewery and uh, we had a great party. Um, Lots of... uh, other breweries sent us some beer for us to tap and then we, you know, had all of our a lot of our beer. I mean we've made over a hundred different sour beers in the five years that we've been open, so that's a lot to draw from and it was a great time. All these guys worked a very long day, then we had some fun later that night and I think the the biggest highlight of the day was the dunk tank. Oh the of dunk course. tank. <laughs> Moscow and I volunteered ourselves to be dunked in the dunk tank. And exactly uh, place. yeah, you got three uh, throws for $5. All went to charity, and uh, you could dunk a lot of the visiting brewers who were there. It was a great time. My highlight of the day was paying for three throws against JC from Alvarado Street mm-hmm. and just going, Bang, bang, bang. All three three three? going in. Which was the record for the day. Unbeatable record.
2: Yeah, Jay also (laughs) emceed when he wasn't either in the dunk tank or throwing at the thing. He was Mm -hmm. on the mic, and he gave himself credit to the crowd several times. Oh, yeah, as you'd expect. I also made fun of
0: a lot of other people who just missed all three.
2: Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) So disappointing. And then you're like, all right, well, that's it. Next.
0: (laughs) The only disappointing thing was that the staff, you know, couldn't get a five-minute break to come and dunk me. But... Don't worry. I get dunked, like, at least 30 times.
2: Yeah, you were up there for a good 45 minutes, <laughs> it I was. would say. Yeah, I was. You spent some time on that. A lot of people were lined up to take throws. Yep. And it's for charity, of course, so you sacrifice yourself.
3: hmm mm-hmm. Yeah, for
2: sure. But it was good. get uh, a, a pinata shaped like a 5 mm-hmm. uh, That was cool.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, and the, the five-year anniversary beer mm-hmm. uh, was was terrific. Very Based on good. a Kentucky mule. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, yeah. And what was in there? Ginger, lemon? Ginger, lime, aged in bourbon barrels. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it was great. Very good. Uh, white wax. Looking, yeah, white wax top. Uh, looking great. The, oh, we have some head <laughs> shakes guys. here? You guys weren't a fan of the white wax? Well, it they waxed while. it. <laughs> oh, oh, doing it. I see. Don't ever use white wax. Oh, it's different than other colors? It was different than the Why? red we typically use. You it was... a
5: little smudge of dirt in it, it'll show up. Oh, yeah. interesting. The red will hide anything,
7: but the white sure. is... Comes I ice. think the worst part was probably the fact we had it melting
2: in a crock pot. <laughs> <laughs> the crock pot seems efficient. Broke. Eventually, that melted out. I never thought of that. That's interesting. So with a bunch? So, what do you do? Do you have to scrape it off and do it again if it does, if it's smudged or whatever? Like, what do you? How do you fix it?
5: Yeah, pretty much. We anytime that you get a little streak in it, you have to take it off and do it all over. again. Oh,
2: day. brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it back up, Scott. <laughs> well, in the, at the end, I mean, you guys did a great job. They, they looked they looked terrific, and the beer was tasting great. It was a good-looking bottle. All right. want to get to introductions of
0: who's here, but before we do, I want to thank one of our sponsors, Oregon Fruit. They septic purees that are easy to use and convenient to store. They've got no additives nor artificial flavors. It's simply great what?
2: <laughs> nor? No? That sounded wrong. But Go, go on. I'll fix it in post. No. I'll edit out the R. Nor
0: you won't. <laughs> it's simply a great expression of the raw fruit. They love working with brewers to help us innovate. Check them out, fruitforbrewing.com, Oregon Fruit. They bring fruit to life. Okay, so let's go around the table, starting on my left. Uh, introduce yourself, full name, middle name included, job title, <laughs> and why you like work, working at the Rare Barrel and me.
5: Timothy McNeil Grant. I am a seller technician, and I like working there because of the innovation and democracy.
2: Pithy. It's just a its a true uh, majority rules, so you could have a mutiny against Jay if you wanted. That has happened. Yes. Before, yeah. <laughs> Continue. Uh, my name is Robert Prentice, Prentice Rand. Prentice. I'm a senior seller tech. Uh, my
0: favorite
7: part about waking up is... James, James.
0: <laughs> is
2: uh, is when Tim walks in in the, and the uh, rear barrel overalls. I do wear wow. them while well. okay. they hug. I saw you were wearing those in the, the picture from today, right? The I social was. media picture? Yeah. They they were great. They were like, a, I'm a carpenter, am I Mario? Can't really tell.
5: The red shirt, was, it was a Mario look for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was.
6: It good. Uh, my name is Brandon T. Chargaloff.
5: Tea. What's the tea.
6: Tea stand for? Tea. T. T. Is it T-E-E? T- yes, Tina. exactly. <laughs> T. T e. Tina. It's for Tina. Uh I am a senior seller tech over at the Rare Barrel and my favorite part is sour beer.
3: Boom. Cool. Uh, my name is full name is Thomas Hyun young Kim. I am a R&D coordinator at the Rare Barrel and my favorite part about being there is working with all these guys and you the other two are that are here.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
7: My real name is Raymond Joseph Shaft III. I go by Trey, so and uh, cool. super cool. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for my trust fund to kick in one of these days. <laughs> uh, my favorite part of every day is uh, the gentle caresses I get from Tommy, Dick. and yeah, making... did that out. <laughs> 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 and making <laughs> <laughs> and uh, making some amazing beer with uh, these group of jokesters.
0: Awesome. Now that we know everyone, I think we can dive into the whole beer information question and answer part. Sure. Maybe we'll get to one question and then we'll get a quick break. This question and all the questions <laughs> this evening brought to you by Dr. Lambick and his Why team you, at... Sa- Don't ever talk over me again, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: His team at SourBeerBlog.com for a great written resource devoted to teaching you how to brew and blend sour beer. And now... The Sour Beer Blog Crew is opening, in in fact has opened, a new brewery and taproom in central Pennsylvania. Check them out. Mellow Mink Brewing at mellowmink.com. Maybe we'll get uh, Dr. L on for December.
2: That'd be cool. I wonder if he finally has, now that they're open and operating, if maybe he can find if he can leave now. the brewery and yeah, come out to the West that, Coast. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, do you have a question ready for us? Sure. Scott? This is from Mark. Mark's writing in on titratable acidity. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, I'm new to the show and enjoying it so far. So Mark is currently on episode 9.0. He says, I'm wondering if there's an episode within the series that discusses titratable acidity as a way to measure acidity more accurately. I'm looking for a, con- a consistent uh, amount of acid to start my kettle sour boil so I can hopefully have a consistent acidity to my sour beer. Uh, I was hoping one of your episodes might help me troubleshoot my technique.
0: Yeah, It's hard to have like encyclopedic recall of everything we've talked about on every episode. And I know we've talked about T.A. on at least 20 shows. So essentially, uh, I think it's a good idea to regulate acidity, home brewer, pro brewer. He's a home brewer.
2: You know, at that level- um, Why well, shouldn't, I mean, I'm guessing, I actually don't, I'm not sure, oh, he, so you're, he doesn't so say, you're biased. I'm assuming, uh, perhaps <laughs> incorrectly.
0: But he's not coming from a uh, brewery account, so that's a good- that's a good sign.
2: Would your, would your answer change if he was a pro?
0: Yeah. Well, I'm, I think you'd be more prone to buy a piece of equipment that we use, which is a device from Hannah that the company, not the person. Feel free to laugh at me. She's hot, time, guys. <laughs> uh, I forget the exact name of it, but it, it measures titratable acidity. I think it's used. it actually says it's used for dairy. It's probably one of the cheaper titratable acidity meters, machines, whatever you want to call it. That I've seen out there, but it's way out of a home brewer's price range. Right are it was, now. like a few thousand
2: kind of thing? Not
0: that much, but at least a few hundred, maybe up to a thousand.
2: I mean, that's uh, that's within the range. Of, you know, there are, uh, there's say, crazy people. Unlike <laughs> you and I, who have businesses and don't make any money, there are actually a lot of people who make a lot of money. You know, that's true. I'm that's just true. Saying.
0: Yeah, so you can get this uh, <laughs> Hannah thing. Just type in like Hannah, titratable acidity, dairy, and it'll come up and get that that's what we use it works well otherwise just you know taste it and see how sour it is the old palate meter so save yourself 500 bucks boom all right break time sure why not let's get these guys another beer so they're ready to speak we'll be right back (laughs) on the sour hour
2: hey my brewing brothers and sisters this is jamel zanisha and i love a bold hoppy beer one that spits resin in your face and makes you cry uncle There are a lot of great hoppy beers out there, but at Heretic, we want to make something as bold, dank, and resiny as possible. We use hops at every chance we get, including multiple dry hop additions. The result is Heretic Evil Cousin. This light golden, 8% Imperial IPA has an easy malt character that helps take the edge off the massive bittering, but it takes a back seat to the in-your-face hop character. We make sure this beer finishes dry so the hops can jump out and slam in the taste buds. If you can't get enough hoppy goodness, Evil Cousin is your cup of tea. Cheers.
0: As it, you're not on the mic tray. Now, okay, you're good, so You're no, hot. It's, just it's hot now. You're good. <laughs> that, that was though,
4: so.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> still not on the still. You know, you're talking, <laughs> and the, you're not on the microphone. Five, nine, we're nine, live nine, on the show. You are
5: live, and we're live. Speak into the
6: um, robot. I by the way,
0: by the way, last place is you know pretty clear at this point. Uh, Welcome back to the show.
6: Were you pointing at me?
0: This show. Is only here because of some of our great sponsors, you guys.
7: Party wave, Dave!
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Even Dave knows that Neshaminy Creek Brewing is the three-time Philly Beer Scene Magazine Brewer of the Year, two-time GABF Vienna-style lager medal winner, two-times bronze smoked lager. Nailed it. Nailed it. Renovated tasting room with a variety of beer styles, from hoppy double IPAs to sessionable and poundable lagers to oak fermented saisons and sour beers. Free brewery tours are on Saturday's new second location opening 18 years ago. It's com. (laughs) And speaking of metal winners, Scott. Oh, yeah. You just brought in some beer to the studio. Not the rare barrel, unfortunately,
2: (laughs) but... Uh, I was thinking about actually bringing these because they were nice enough to drop off, um, I believe, six bottles. It's it's in I was about to bring some uh, to, the, to the anniversary party mm-hmm. to share it with you there, but I was like, you know, that's so stupid. There's, gonna, we're just, there's so too much beer. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll save it for the studio. So I did.
0: Instead, you brought me whiskey, which was smart.
2: Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I finally gave you a bottle of your own to drink so you don't have to come to my house and drink mine.
0: I'm still going to do that.
2: <laughs> so this is from uh, Trevor and Imbai Brewing out of Reno. They were uh, kind enough to drop off, like I said, a, a, a case of a bunch of bottles. Then, not two weeks after Trevor, Came and dropped these bottles off, they won multiple medals at GABF. So they did, yes, indeed. They did Good win uh, bronze for the one that's in our glass now uh, the Nevada Weiss. Uh, yeah. This is the apricot version. They also, just behind Funk, yeah silver medaled in that same category for the uh, triad which we have a bottle of here which we'll get to next so i just want to say to the imbibe guys thank you so much for these bottles good on you
0: yeah that's excellent and it's just a great reminder that we did not win so thank you i know totally (laughs) i scanned
2: the whole thing i was like i i literally started typing congratulations i was like you know i should probably check and see if they actually won something and then i saw you had. yeah not so
0: much yeah so tommy's a good luck charm for sure
4: (laughs) anything else to say about that tommy no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no <laughs> all uh, right should yeah, we, so
0: should we get into some questions yeah
2: let's do that about... sure uh, so let's go we're gonna switch to from the email to the rare barrels Instagram page where I see lots of cool questions mm-hmm.
0: oh, you you're, you're not taking it from the email you're going straight from the gram.
2: yeah yeah I because That's
0: I, good because uh, Danielle, bless her she still she she was like oh i'm gonna copy and paste these to uh-huh. you and she edited
4: a
2: lot of stuff yes out. she did i noticed let's <laughs> so, 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 so straight lace that danielle i'm looking forward to this brandon bro oakland wants to know what products do you use on your hair
6: <laughs> a few. Uh, actually i don't use any products what you see is what you get.
0: It's such like a movie yeah. star answer. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He, secretly, he's using like eight things. Yeah, Pantene paid him say uh, same. Coconut method. oil
6: being one. Yeah.
0: Wait, what was that? What?
7: Uh, I could
0: think of it at least Maybe one. coconut oil? Maybe. Oh, so, okay. Maybe. Coconut so, oil. Uh, yeah. he makes that's, some that's a hot tip in your life. You got better
4: beefy juice?
2: What else comes from uh, no answer? <laughs> the Instagram? Here's another one. Here's 6th and Rain who wants to know, how would one test for mold growth in an aged beer? I have a Sour Saison that's going on a year and two months. About three months ago, I took a sample and I decided to give it a little more time. I noticed about a month later that it had a little mold growth. I moved the carboy and noticed a day later... The mold had fallen into the beer, and now all I can see is pellicle. The carboy was filled to the neck. I've heard certain molds are okay. I've also heard you should never mess with mold since it's hard to identify without lab testing. Is it just a full dump? He says, by the way, that brewery, uh, Tarou, um collab, the cherry glazer, is amazing. So, yeah, what what yeah, should— uh, Segway. <laughs> what, what should Sixth and Rain uh, do about his mold and his his, his carboy? I'm going to give this
0: also to resident homebrew extraordinaire— Coconut oil connoisseur
6: Brandon to answer.
2: Does coconut oil kill mold?
0: <laughs>
2: I don't
6: think it does. <laughs> just throw some coconut oil. it kills uh, Personally, I would have been paranoid about it, and I probably would just end up dumping it. Uh, like you're saying, if unless you send it off and you get tested, I wouldn't really trust it. So testing it, meaning like seeing exactly what kind of mold it is. Yeah, I mean, you cheese is mold, so uh, and it's safe to eat, but yeast is mold. Yeah. 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 But I'm just not, I'm not really unsure the types of mold i I sometimes have seen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, one time I tried to do a spontaneous ferment. I think there was a couple issues. One, it was second runnings, but it was kind of fuzzy and green. And I said that was a no-go. And I just immediately just dumped that. And actually, it was a, a plastic bucket. And I just threw the bucket out because I just didn't want, Don't want to mess with any, it. Yeah.
2: So fuzzy and green was a red
6: flag. Like, what could you have seen that wouldn't have been a red flag for you? Um, not sure because I haven't seen it yet. But green, black, fuzzy. I'd it's probably, all bad. Yeah. I personally would probably just go ahead and just dump that and get rid of the container if it's plastic. Anything that's porous. So let's say um, you could test it, and it's like, oh, this is a real.
2: This is an innocuous type of mold. Doesn't matter. Then what do you do with the beer?
6: If it was safe to consume. I would taste it and then based off of, I guess, my palate at that time, go from there. Whether I want to blend it with another batch of beer or think it tastes good as is and try to bottle it or keg it and serve it to other people to share with.
0: People you don't like. Sure, I watched the new season of um, American Vandal. You've seen this?
6: I, I saw the first one um,
0: Trey, trip by trays.
4: <laughs>
2: laugh. I, I haven't watched the second one He's yet, seen it. but I was so disappointed with the uh, the the way the first one ended. I loved the series, oh, really? and then it ended, and I was like, "What the hell was that?" But you you, you didn't you didn't think that you no, liked it? No, it was great, and the second season was good, it's just as good. What does it have to do with mold?
5: Were they homebrew?
0: Well, uh, no, who, just who like the Well, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, there's a liquid source that has been. Spiked with something, mm-hmm. and it causes all sorts of problems. Mm-hmm. I
2: saw the preview. Dot, dot, dot. Yep. <laughs>
0: Check it out, American Man. <laughs> you know, once you see that, like, nasty, like Brandon saying, the colored stuff that's fuzzy, it's like, man, I, I don't know about you, but I don't need to get it tested. I'm just—every time me. I'm taking a sip of that beer, I'm going to think of that visual, oh. and I'm not. I'm just not going to enjoy it. True. Maybe that's just me, but, I, you know, I can't cruise— past that really so
6: Uh, unless you give it to your enemies (laughs) to your enemies (laughs) yeah
0: colors bad colors bad
6: let's go back
0: to
2: the email and how
0: you doing there Tommy? while Scott's looking this up
2: I'm doing great
0: just great (laughs) longest
2: tenured rare barrel employee in the building right now longest tenured shortest talker <laughs> here's todd bulky todd says hi fellers long time listener first time emailer there's
0: no guy named todd Bucky?
2: i could be pronouncing it wrong is there an l on it yeah no that's not him okay <laughs> wow <laughs>
4: Very
2: i'm just uh, saying we
0: played little league baseball
2: together <laughs> well funnily enough it's called bach was he a pitcher no, outfielder. Okay. Uh, I have a question. Uh, the other Todd says, uh, w- uh, it's like, a, what the hell do I do? First, Jay, uh, what have you learned from the almost 100 episodes of the Sour Hour that you have implemented at the Rare Barrel? Um, Nothing. <laughs> moving along.
4: <laughs>
0: I mean, a lot. Yeah, tons of things. We're always changing our process and trying out new ideas that's a long that's like a last show kind of question i think our beer's gotten better a lot of that has to do with uh, people sitting in this room right now people who used to be sitting in this room who used to work at the rare barrel but yeah sure you know a little bit has to do with the knowledge that uh, we've all gleaned from the show all my staff listen to every every episode multiple times the they're all shaking their heads during, yes everyone's yeah. nodding feverishly <laughs> <laughs> yes we said we did that jay <laughs> so yeah i think this show is good okay. i don't know i don't have like a great yeah. uh a great answer I, you know there's just so much it's kind of like uh the question we had before you know what show should i listen to about titratable acidity this question and i don't mean to make fun of the questions but you know this question is kind of like what is the good information and what shows <laughs> Where are on? It's I like, well, it. you know, I hope it's on every show. Um, so, and when I listen back to the shows, I, you know, I learn something new or come up with a new idea from every single episode. So
2: it's kind of a say. I'm sure that Todd is looking for some sort of like, oh, we used to clean our barrels this way, but then, you know, Black Project said this and we were like, oh, we'll do it that way. You know, something concrete.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I think I have like, 89 of those. Yeah. I mean, that's totally. what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, It's like, it's hard to pick out just one uh, of, of all the great guests we've had.
2: So second, Todd says, uh, I have my first two long-term sours cooking, and I have a different problem with each one. This weekend, I took my first sample of each. The first one is a gose that I brewed 10 months ago that never soured. I think I kept it too warm when I pitched lacto for souring, and I killed it. So I decided to add some Brett C and PDO and give it a year to see how it turned out. When I tried it this weekend, it still had not gotten any more sour than just like mildly tart at best. I neglected to get a pH reading, sad face, and I wasn't able to taste any Brett character. Unfortunately, it's now at 10.04, and I'm worried that there isn't enough edibles for the Brett and PDO to eat. Should I add maltodextrin or DME and give it a few more months? What should I do?
0: So common. Hey, I made this first sour beer, tried all the stuff. It didn't get sour. Backtracking a little bit, I think the reason it didn't get sour is because the cultures were not strong enough. You can't go from the smack back from the vial, or they're not even vials anymore, right, with White Labs. Uh, they're not ready to go. you got to grow them up or grow up some dregs, and that will get things sour um, your first round, You know, you have... One Play-Doh or one zero zero four. We've had beers get sour after you know having one Plato residual, and that's not the issue. Adding more sugar, boy. I mean, I've I've never done this. I'm just a, like kind of completely against it. It's kind of, and I know even you know for home brewers, especially doing these things for the first couple times, it's hard to let go of all that time. Economists call it sunk costs, and it's like a fallacy where you're pot committed.
2: Finally, I understand. <laughs> I get it now.
0: You've put too much into it, and now you can't get yourself out. And so you just go all in. Really what I would say is, I mean, I don't know if the beer tastes good or not, but, I mean, you can you can package this, set it aside if you if you cannot get rid of it, and then try again to make your sour beer with these new techniques and then blend it with your older kind of brett not that sour beer and that'd probably be fine mm. if it's free of off
2: flavors but i'd say you know drink it or start over okay hmm. sorry yeah he, he doesn't say uh if it tastes good now or not he doesn't say it's bad he just says it's not sour yeah, yeah. which is
0: fine i mean especially if you're a home brewer, just pour a sour beer in it and drink it if you want totally so, any other things to add to that you guys
7: yeah, it just seemed to me like it was a temperature-related thing Is that was that his— That was his
0: hypothesis. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was, sorry, I, was sh- I saw Trey shaking his head, too. I, I doubt it could have been it had have to be 120 degrees or over. Yeah.
2: So let's think it's fair to over say Todd 100. didn't pitch at 120. He probably I I pitched at 80 and thought it was too hot. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's more common— People think it's too high, and it's really not.
2: right. So that's why you didn't address the temperature factor. You think it's a non-factor.
0: I think so. That's an assumption. But but then you added PDO to it. So it's like that should have done it. But I assume that all these cultures are coming out of just the packages. Yeah, that's fair to
2: assume.
6: I totally agree with Jay. I mean, at this point, it's been so long. I personally would just, if it tastes good, uh, even if it's not sour, just go ahead and keg that up or bottle it up and share it. With, with, your some, yes, <laughs> with your enemies yes with your enemies of course share. yes and then uh, yeah just try it reattempt it again don't get obsessed over it's your first time it's your first batch it has to be perfect yep. you know? yeah
7: Yeah. As, as well as that maybe use some like under modified malts as well I don't know what the malt bill was but give something for them to actually chew on in the long term Man, that might help Tim
5: <laughs> one thing for me is um I'd be curious to know what his hopping rate was. So if he adds even just a little bit of IBU and as Jay said, it's like one of those first gen cultures, you're not gonna get anything. Hmm. Like for me I've I've done second, third gen and still haven't gotten the acidity off of a bacteria culture. Um it takes a while, especially if you haven't grown up. So just check your IBU rates and I mean save your save your dregs. Definitely like keep using them and eventually the, the sourness will come, especially if you have a low IBU rate.
2: I see. So the effect that the hops has is related to how young the like the cultures haven't grown up. So the hops have like an extra, f- a big effect on them. Well, so if it's- you have
5: like a like a young culture and you don't have as many cells in in solution, and then you also have this right. Ibu barrier, those guys aren't going to catch on. Gotcha. So I'd take say s-
0: those, those can you know compound on each other For sure. and Go in the same negative direction. But I'd say from from what we're doing at the Rare Barrel culture. Crushes everything. Like we actively do everything we possibly can to have our beer not be sour, yet it persists. So just grab some rare bureau beer.
2: beer. <laughs> there you go. Available now in your local <laughs> store. Uh so well, the other question from Todd here. My other sour is a Tart of Darkness clone that I brewed eight Ooh. months ago. I wasn't this able to This one must have
7: gotten brewery sour. Drop.
0: <laughs>
2: was that was that your old uh you did you do Tart of Darkness when you were at brewery?
0: Uh yeah, I made some of those batches. I wouldn't say I mean, like a lot of those beers, you know, wasn't my influence exactly. In fact, Doug uh, Constantiner from Society Mm -hmm. came up with the base stout recipe for that beer. It was very good. But subsequent uh, batches got pretty sour. sour. Yes, very tart. Now it's great, like everything Jeremy does.
2: There you go. So uh, anyway, it's a clone he brewed eight months ago. Um, I wasn't able to get it to drop below ten twenty four. So I figured, uh, yeah, it's high. So I, I figured it might finish up after enough time. I used Weiss Rosalaire. Uh when I sampled it this weekend, this email's from about a month ago. When I sampled it this weekend it had only dropped to ten twenty. It tastes very good and nearly good enough to bottle, but of course I'm worried about making bottle bombs. You will for sure. So, okay, so uh, I don't want to change the flavor, so I'm hesitant to add bread.
0: Take okay, it. What is that, five play doh left in there? Which is not outrageous. I mean there's a lot of great beers that people love out there that are have that high of sweetness and it's it's gonna get more sour. So, you know, I hate to say, keg it, do home brewers when it's
2: like, I don't have that, Jay. When yeah. It's like, well, especially because, like, ultimately his question is, is there anything I can do to prevent bottle bombs in one-side bottle? It sounds like probably no. You can pasteurize. Keep it cool. Oh, pasteurize, which, <laughs> right.
6: Or, yeah, like Tim said, I would keep it cooler. Yeah,
0: that's kind of like, it's essentially like kegging, you know, just in glass form. But even then, like, some bugs can continue to go in a keg, you will notice, like, As you pour off your kegerator, it's like, whoa, this is coming out fast. And then you just vent with the PRV, with a bottle, you know, you open that, and I think we've all been there.
2: Okay, so there's um, actually—I didn't see. There's another email from Todd here. He followed up um, like a few days after he wrote this initial email. Whoops. Um, Since it's been a whole week since I wrote and I haven't heard my question on the show, uh, I thought I'd follow up and give a little information. By the way, just just as a side note,
0: (laughs) I'd (laughs) say— The average age of an email we write, we read on the show is like at least six months old.
2: At the average, that's probably true. So this when you said, two, when you said,
0: oh, I thought you said it was one month, but uh, that—that's like, I'm August. like, oh, okay, cool. Like, the, he can actually use this. And he's like, <laughs> you guys, it's been a week. <laughs> but uh, that's okay. What am I paying my money for? Answer yeah. me, Dan.
6: <laughs> we're, we're making aged beer, so yeah, yeah. Should um, be okay. Yeah. Age be okay. questions yeah. as well.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, the questions are very well aged. The questions yeah. like taste more like cheese
7: and <laughs> <awesome> <laughs> over time? Or? Well, yeah.
2: There are two important things from this follow up. One is this picture of Todd that he includes with uh, multiple Boston Terriers. Adorable. And he, he, oh, he, he gets it. He, he looks like he could have been I'll like that. to talk about him. Sorry. He uses, yeah, he is. He's an adorable stand in for Conan the Barbarian. I do, you know, love, I, um, I do love Boston
7: Terriers. Great flow. Uh,
2: g- awesome photo. Todd. Thanks for including that. Uh, but the what I wanted to read about his um, his uh, Tart of Darkness clone, he said the recipe called for a five-gallon batch, but I wanted to fill up a six-and-a-half-gallon better beer bottle. Uh, sorry, sorry, better bottle that I had. I uh, I guesstimated some extras, and I overdid it a bit with an OG of 1094. So is a drop to only 1024 possibly normal for the Rosalair based on
4: that?
0: Primed with the That's got to be pretty sour. In that case, I would... Keep that sweetness in there because it's probably
5: sour. Yeah, I've I actually used Rosalair quite a bit as a home brewer, and that guy sours really fast. And actually, um, that Todd, it's <laughs> oh and his yeah. stupid yes. dogs. So they'll get tiresome uh, real quick. If you started at ten ninety four, by the uh, way, yeast
0: and, are female. So
5: Just sorry, if she started at ten ninety four. <laughs> wait, Spears, guy or girl? I don't know yeast is a girl. Never mind. Is
7: Why is yeast a girl? Um, Mother and daughter cells. Uh, budding is asexual.
5: So
7: mother and referred
0: to <laughs> as Debates. mother and daughter cells. <laughs> New guy debate. Technically, he/she. We'll give this one to them. Okay.
5: <laughs> so uh, when you start growing them up, yeah. I, wow. I, sounds,
7: <laughs> sounds worse when you say it. Sorry. Very PC.
5: Yeah. PC if group here. If you shut Ller, off the mics. Yeah. We ruined Berkeley. Now, if, you, if you have Rosamwhere and you're starting at uh, 1094, 1024 four, ten twenty four doesn't seem that unreasonable. That's a, it's a finicky strain to Yeah, use. I had no
0: idea people use that for primary, so.
2: He didn't specify, It's because he said like, well, it you know, I, it didn't go down as long as much as I wanted, and then he said I used Rosalaire, so I don't know if that 1094
0: means... 1094 is
2: also high for that. Yeah. Is that, I mean... I think he's yeah. missing, he mis- um, measured the ingredients because he he like tried to extrapolate up to brew a bigger ga- uh, batch well, than the recipe called for. was
0: about 10%. Uh, it's also yeah, a bourbon, I mean, but we could, the problem is we picked up some ABV from the bourbon. I'm just talking about professionally. We picked up some ABV from the bourbon barrel and the beer that used to be in there, which was our 20% Imperial Stout. If you try to calculate up for that from just malt, that's a little bit different. I see. And it can affect the
7: fermentation. Would you recommend him use non Roselair in primary? Sure. Yeah. I don't really like using...
0: well, Well, I mean, listen to a lot of these episodes, and a lot of people use Mixed Cultures... In primary, but they have a dominant Saccharomyces strain. Right. Uh, over time, I think at the Railroad, we found that using yeast only in primary fermentation has been beneficial for us, but it depends what you're trying to
7: do. How about on the other end and using Sac towards the tail end, kind of finish off some of that sweetness? Yeah, there's a lot of, weird innuendo with that <laughs> on the other end
0: sack tail end i don't know what what was the question mm-hmm. he was asking about Phrase- your yes. sack phrasing
7: answer yes
1: <laughs> uh phrasing <laughs> um phrasing
7: <laughs> wine and hop shop wine and hop.com
0: locally owned and operated for over 40 years I'm sure they're thrilled about this phrasing <laughs> most items are going to ship within 24 hours and b and listeners get a flat. $8 shipping rate on orders under 25 pounds. Just enter BN Shipping. The notes field the shopping cart. Discount taken off after checkout. Madison, Wisconsin residents. Order your homebrew supplies online at wineandhop.com and pick them up at Working Draft Beer Company. Nice enough to send us some beer yes, the other week. it was great. Thank you. They're located on Wilson Street. You know where that is. It's right across from Central Park. We'll waive the shipping and give you half off your first beer and grab a crawler while you're there. Wine and Hop. Dot .com. Boom. All right, we'll be right back with more excellent banter and sour beer information. This is the Sour Hour on the Brewing Network.
1: For nearly 40 years, one organization has had your back. The American Homebrewers Association. Are you a member? (laughs) Why not? Join the more than 40,000 brewers who enjoy all the American Homebrewers Association has to offer. Like Zymergy Magazine, in print and online. Plus the Zymergy app. Zymergy is the leading publication for amateur brewers around the world. Supporters also get member deals at their local breweries, bars, and homebrew shops. These alone quickly pay for your membership. You'll also get great member-only resources at homebrewersassociation.org and access to AHA events like the National Homebrewers Conference and the National Homebrew Competition. The American Homebrewers Association promotes the hobby of homebrewing, protects the interests of homebrewers, and brings beer lovers to together become a member today it costs less than a batch of beer and gives back so much more visit homebrewersassociation.org
0: Sour hour, watch out for that. What water? Tim, use that. Look out, meow. That's a, that's a Tim only water.
5: I poured it in my own glass.
0: And you keep clinging glass to you your glasses. Other, yeah, I have that one. And you're sick. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, uh. sick.
6: Did did he clean this to his glass? No, I did yes, not. Yes, he did.
7: Uh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna roll those dice again.
5: Just drink it out of the bottle, okay. You'll be fine.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's a good beer. So you should take it's it. Really nice. good. Anyway, we're back on the sour. This is another beer from Mbibé. In Bi- in
2: yes, this is the the Tryon. This is the one triad that finished. Silver. Uh, yep, the silver behind uh, Funk. Yeah, very good. Speaking of very
0: good, the iDip, Dip, which incorporates. Oh, I think I got a revolutionary one. photometer. <laughs> First and only on its on the market with its own app. You guys download it. Sometimes
3: better off dead, it?
4: <laughs>
0: the iTip can perform over 40 different water quality tests for things like chloride, <laughs> calcium <laughs> <laughs> in a restaurant. It can work in a restaurant, calcium hardness, pH sulfate, and much more. Podcast <laughs> listeners should enter code TBN10 at checkout. And save ten dollars on either the standard or advanced smart brew testing kits. Or did I mention this futuristic technology part of your brain crisis, This is dedicated smart brew testing. Enunciate. www.smartbrewkit.com. Uh, oh, okay. nailed it! <laughs> Not my choice, but okay. And then, uh, yeah, our friends at uh, the American Home Brewers Association. Great H-H-8. Great seeing them at uh, GABF always fun to see the um, Pro-Am. Great category. So if you're a home brewer, get with your local brewer, and uh, you can submit your beer to win the GABF medal. So was fun. You see the home brewer go up oh, on stage, yeah. and it's awesome. It's got to be one of the coolest experiences you could, have, you could have as a home brewer. Oh, yeah. I mean, beyond. I mean, it's one of the coolest experiences you could have as any brewer, so.
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, winning, uh, I guess like winning the long shot competition. It's a short list of like these crazy accomplishments Mm -hmm. on the the national stage. You mean Tasty's? Yeah. Yeah. Tasty did that famously. (laughs) All he did was brew Pliny.
0: (laughs) Well, I want to say that this episode is brought to you by the American Homebirds Association. It's a community of more than 45,000 individuals who share a common passion. Can anyone guess? Jacuzzi baths. That's not what it says here. Women. (laughs) <laughs> I think women is right Beer
4: <laughs> <laughs> Since ah, 1978
0: The AHA has promoted In advance the most delicious hobby In the world Homebrewing presumably Providing uh-huh. brewing resources Supporting homebrewer friendly re- legislation Offering exclusive member deals At breweries and homebrew shops And hosting one of a kind events Like Homebrew Con Which I went to this past year in the national homebrew competition, which I think was there, but I was not there. <laughs> join your beer-loving peers at homebrewassociation. Please join, support our friends at the AHA.
2: All righty, let's go back to the ra- stretch. Yes, indeed. Uh, back to the the uh, Rare Barrels Instagram page for more questions. B. McAllister1897 was asking, what is the best way to incorporate tea into a sour beer? Uh, and what are some of the better teas to use? Tommy.
4: Texas
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um The teas we've used have varied between, like,
3: jasmine pearl as well as uh, a white tea variety, which I think is what is in uh, uh, Mr. Tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best way that we've found to use it is to essentially treat it like we're making a monster cup of tea. So we'll steep the flowers first before we use it and introduce it to the beer. Uh, Yeah, we use steam to essentially do the steeping process. So we'll introduce the steam and then let it sit for 15, 30 minutes until we
0: get the expression that we're looking for. And then we'll introduce it to the beer. Mm -hmm. So we'll we'll steam to kind of like rehydrate, open up some of the aromatics, also kind of maybe washes out some of the harsher elements that, that might just be my hope or perception but um
2: does it act as um sanitizing it as nah, well
0: not for that short of a time it's, it's really just kind of to expose the flavor if you want to see it like that which i do because i just did <laughs> and we yeah we have done actually we did we did one more like way back in the day we did like a gen matcha with um lemon peel but the, the, in that case, we just we just straight steeped it. But we've had pretty good success, I think. Tea and sour beer goes very very well together, and I'm a big fan. Also, just you know, think about like herbal teas, not necessarily like leaf teas or tea leaf, tea leaf, tea leaves. That's
2: a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thing.
0: Uh, just so like all the herbal components, so like you know flowers and stuff like that works. That works really well in sour beer too. So say do it and i don't know i haven't had a bad one yet i have a question what what
2: would
7: one pair with a, a tea sour beer cookies trumpets yeah, yeah. something baked Fu. penguins
2: Fuh.
7: muffin tops
0: muffin. I, would, I would do pho
2: going back but it's to... subtle
7: too so if you're looking
0: for like huge tea bombs no you're not going to get it totally it's a very subtle integration
2: So uh, speaking of muffin tops, uh, (laughs) Carney Girl says, reminiscing from episode one of the Sour Hour, do you still think about the Rare Barrel being like the muffin top shop from Seinfeld? Yes. She said, I just re-listened to all of the older episodes before ANHC. I can't wait so Carney girls writing from uh from australia Australia. national numbers conference i'll be there in a few weeks yep um so yeah you did call it that back on the very Mm -hmm. first show we're sort of just making we're making the best of the best (laughs) we're making just we're top of the muffin top of the muffin to you (laughs)
0: the the, the, the coffee shop
2: you know and now that now that we're five years in to making do you still look at sour beers that way Uh, well,
0: it's like, it's kind of like how it happened on the show. Elaine had this idea (laughs) to do muffin top only. And then what's his face from, um, the publishing company she worked for. He, he quit his job. No, no, not Peterman, but like the other one. Oh, Pendant. Pendant. Yeah. He, uh, I don't know if that's his name, but that was, that was the publishing company. Yeah. So, uh, he quit and he was like, yeah, I liked your idea so much. I took it and and did this and i'm not saying that's like exactly what's happening i'm just saying there's like a lot of muffin tops out there now there's so (laughs) much sour beer in california i would say especially but nationally it's it's really increased in popularity which of course we're more thrilled about we're doing a podcast about this so i would hope it's increasing in popularity but at the same time it's not like a a novel concept to open a, an all-sour brewery anymore, so it is it is kind of like that, but kind of not. Still trying to make as many high-quality muffin tops as possible. <laughs> Making a lot more different flavors these days than in the past, mm. but still muffin topping it up.
4: I'm Rebecca DeMornay from the homeless shelter. Oh, hi! Are Nobody you the ones the leaving those muffin pieces behind our shelter? You've been enjoying them? They're just stops. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're, they're perfectly edible. Oh, so you just assume that the homeless will eat them, they'll eat anything? No, no, we no, no. just started... I know, what nice a thought. Food. They don't have homes, they don't have jobs. What do they need the top of a muffin for? They're lucky to get the stuff. If the homeless don't like them, the homeless don't have to eat them. The homeless okay? don't like them. We've never gotten so many complaints. Every two minutes, where's the top of this muffin? Who is the We were just trying to help. Why don't you just drop off some chicken skins and lobster shells? I think
0: chicken skins, I mean... mean that's shills. the best part of the chicken. Oh, yeah. Everyone who's at South Park knows that.
5: Besides <laughs> the foot. Fun fact, that was my first episode of Seinfeld.
2: Is that right? Really?
0: Yeah. Wow. Arguable that that's fun. Not the Moving soup, on. Not the I, don't,
5: you know, I don't watch it that much, either. Yeah.
2: When I'm, I'm like the homeless people when I go into breweries that don't have sours. I'm like, are where, like are all the, where are the muffin tops? You're only serving me stumps with this lager and this IPA. Please. Sometimes those are the tops. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Sometimes. I can't. What do you guys think, the, the crew? Do you, I mean, do you feel like you work at a muffin top brewery?
6: <laughs> I mean, after that,
2: we're, we're spending a lot class. of time about yeah. <laughs> the
4: Are we talking about women yeah. still? Right,
0: Rob, Rob is being cut out of this whole
4: show.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's single, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do one more um, for this show. <laughs> From the same lady, actually, Carney Girl. She said, what is uh, Jay looking forward to most when you come to Australia what for do? ANHC? What are you going to do?
0: Besides Carnie Girl. three... <laughs> wow, that is awful. <laughs> that is awful. Not cool. <laughs> We're just going to have to cut this whole first show.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Doing, like, two presentations at Australian Homebirds Conference and a, what they call, tutor Tasting which is just drinking beer while I'm speaking I guess and we're also going to try to do some interviews this is where we can get another show mm-hmm. and for a sour hour oh. like I will be doing
2: and Yeah yes which so. are you going to you bring in um, a recorder or something which phone No way? iPhone not <laughs> just an iPhone
0: yeah. yeah great great audio device that I just picked up
2: you going to go to breweries and just kind of talk to guys in the back or something? What's your plan?
0: Uh, well, that's going to be at the conference, but then I am also going. So I'm going to Sydney and Melbourne, and where there's uh, great breweries in both. And so I'll hit up a few, and yeah, spend spend a nice. I'm actually going to be down there for two weeks, so yeah, looking
2: forward to it. Should be a fun trip. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, we have lots more questions for the next show. What you guys think?
0: Well, once we edit all the terrible (laughs) in you I know out of this one, yeah, it might be uh, shorter. Might be shorter. Okay. So you want to do another one? We could do one more.
2: Okay. Let's go back to the email then. Really uh, I, man, you know, I'm tempted to read this email from uh, Joel from Hunter and the Harp because uh, he writes from Australia along those lines, mm-hmm. but um, it's kind of long. All right, I'm going to try let's, and read it. Should we tease it over episodes? Ooh. Wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's. Uh, here, I'll. Re- how about this? I'll read the first line and then I'll continue it on the next show. Does that sound good? Sounds Just to, good. Te- to, to sort of tease sure. your palate there. Hi guys. Yeah, hello, <laughs> comma. <laughs> Ever heard of Walongong? What about Yonkers Knob? Gunu Gunu or Goo Gong?
0: Everyone respects themselves. I know it's like, can you reread that question with all Australian
2: accent? These are all sexual. Ever heard of Walongong? Wow. What about Yonkers Knob? Gunu gunu or gulu gong no
0: That's the end of the show everybody. <laughs> I'll, I'll do a breakdown later. <laughs> all right, I would say thanks to our guests but I do not think Yeah, that. thanks. No thanks. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Thank you Scott. Thank <laughs> you, mm-hmm. you to Bevo, who I thought was still here but I guess she, she is she went to a meeting. She She'll later. Be oh, Yeah, okay.
6: And thank you Jay. Thank
0: you Brandon. Uh, <laughs> thanks to all of our sponsors. Thanks to the listeners for sending in all the questions. Sorry for all of our answers. (laughs) Until next time.
5: Stay sour. Stay Stay sour. Stay sour. All right, bring it down. Stay sour. You're all fired. Stay Stay sour. Stay sour. (laughs) (laughs) Stay sour.
7: (laughs) Stay sour.
2: You know
4: no guy named Todd Bakke.
2: I could be pronouncing it wrong is
4: there an L in it yeah no that's not him okay